You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, well, we got to do Star Wars. So, uh, yeah. you know, we had talked about doing lots of movies right? Uh, and try to catch up. But, and we could do that. You never know what will happen. Yeah, who knows? But uh, I'm sort of thinking Star Wars might, you know, take some time. Uh, so who knows if we'll uh, fit a bunch of other right. things in. Um, but we do have to do a couple because uh, we're a little behind on like Jumanji and stuff, yeah. and uh, you know we're getting behind on lots of all things, the stuff uh, for yeah. huge, <clears throat> huge end of year uh, wackiness. And I and I am going to say we talked about uh, doing the best of the decade and all that, and we've got our best list coming up, and. Uh, what I'm hoping is uh, we got tons of movies to catch up on, and it would really suck, right, yeah. to try to get lists in as soon as we can, and and not have movies, right. <laughs> you know. That, right. So, yeah. so what we're gonna do for January is try to get as many uh, movies yeah. as we can, <clears throat> especially since, like I said, there's, uh, there's tons of stuff to catch up on and there's like a fair amount of littler stuff even, mm-hmm. uh, that we want to make sure we get to. Um, because then hopefully either like the last week in January, uh, or February, uh, we got to jump on lists and, yeah. and get, uh, right. and for those of you who haven't been around for a long time, like what we always do is, you know, <laughs> we'll have like a movie and a list and yeah, we'll still, right. you know, right. keep up on whatever the uh, thing of the moment is in yeah. theaters and stuff, but hopefully we will be through everything else. And, uh, <clears throat> we have like really interesting stuff, uh, to get to as soon as we can, Especially now that uh, Little Women is having like its reverse reverse backlash, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, that's like that's the thing. The last couple days, uh, right in time for Christmas, obviously, when you want to start bashing on movies, <laughs> right? Um, that is the the big thing for me. Right, is that um, Little Women kind of had like a backlash there for a while because people were saying that it was good mm-hmm. and, and people started saying, why the hell is no one talking about little women and uh, boo people, you know, snubbing right, for Greta past yep. and not paying enough attention to it. And, and then there was the reverse backlash. <laughs> people were like, All right, well, look, let's <laughs> where, look at this. Yeah. There was the reverse backlash where, um, you know, people were like, Oh, shut up. It's a stupid movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now we have just gotten, to the point of the reverse reverse backlash. Now all of a sudden it's like this giant it's fight going, going on. Yeah. Uh on, you know, Twitter and everything everything else yeah. of uh, <laughs> people talking about it. So so now it has turned from no one's paying attention to it to now there's like a whole Republican Democrat like gigantic <laughs> yeah. fight right. about it. Right. <laughs> so cuz they don't have enough to fight about. So we've got to uh, get to that as soon as we can. Right. 
and so what we're going to do uh, today actually is first we're going to really quickly do the last Christmas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, because you know. we'll get that out of the way right. as fast as we can. Then we're going to do Star Wars. Okay. And we're going to see how long that takes us. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we and then long. we've got to get to Jumanji. <laughs> so the question is, right. um, we've got to do Jumanji, right? Yeah. The question will just be how much time it gets. Like, That'll be okay. Last I Christmas guess. won't be that hard, I don't think. Which uh, is okay. Um, yeah, which and, is okay. <laughs> and really, uh, I think, like, without further ado, uh, there's you know, really, there's people arguing about Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, because Come every, on, that's everyone, a unifier. Everyone hates and loves Star oh, Wars and hates unifier. and loves this movie. Yeah. And now all of a sudden people like the last movie more than they used to. Like there's like everyone's fighting uh, yeah. about everything about Star Wars at this point, which I think is I think <laughs> it's kind of funny. I think it's kind of hilarious that uh the like or dislike of this movie has now spawned into we have to talk about everything that ever happened right. in the entire Star Wars universe and, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't know. I get it. I, and I get why. We'll get to it, but I get why. Yeah. I mean, I I guess. You I know, it's know. the end. I don't it, – it's true. Can't you just, like, not like it and go, yeah, I didn't like that, and then that'd be the end of the conversation. You know, that you. happens no. every week. Yeah, right? but – Yeah. <laughs> right. Why, why can't that No, there needs now? to be – 2020 uh, is the year of the deep dive. We need deep dives in everything. Uh, you don't like your coffee? Why not? Let's I get into know. it, you know? I'm I'm not sure that we need like every I'm in. I'm all I'm all strapped up. Every I'm ready Star for Wars it. character that's ever been in a movie oh, now suddenly yeah. has greater significance yeah. to the entire world. Like right. we would not have gotten to this point if it weren't for You know, we'll Ewoks see we'll see those whatever. yeah, we'll see those shirts with the Jar Jar Binks almost in the Obama hope color and below it it will say like right, the George right. Bush ones, it'll say Miss Me Yet. Yeah. Those are coming. You know I'd those are coming. Those, really. I might get one of those but, too. I might print that up. Not, that's not bad. You know the funny, the thing that I thought was uh, funny because now everybody is saying everything that there's to say, say about Star Wars, right? Yeah. Is uh, somebody is going through all the movies and is like, how come everyone is born in sand and, and, <laughs> and ends in a jungle? Like mm-hmm. everyone is sure. Everyone in the Star Wars yeah. universe is born in a desert, right? And they end up in a place where they're in a jungle. Like yeah. There's a weird... I always love the criticism of the one temperate planets. Like, this is the water planet. <laughs> this is all forest. Right. That thing's all sand. You know, and I'm like, okay. Well, that's fine. Anyway. All right. Uh, so, last Christmas. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, I will kind of just uh, pretty quickly go through this. It's, um, it's Paul Feig directing which surprised me from the start like i didn't think he was which doing that. uh <coughs> I, I don't know he's the weirdest guy he's a strange ever. guy <laughs> he, he, he is a strange guy like he just it's not that he's only gonna do one type of film like bridesmaids over and over again right but i you know sitting down and watch last christmas and directed by paul Feig, and i'm right. like well, what wait a minute maybe that's spelled different you but know? also he's just he's like overall his whole life is just such a bizarre thing you know like he i mean i don't even remember off the top of my head at this point (laughs) but you know like he was he was on like facts of life or something yeah like yeah something like yeah i I don't i I can't remember i think it is i I could be totally wrong like a strength yeah but it's like he was an actor for a while but like never did anything right like he, he was in these little tiny like bits yeah right like he wasn't like 
uh, uh, had a big role or whatever. But no. he did like, and then all of a sudden it's just like, boom. Yeah, I'll just like I guess I'll pick direct this up. stuff and yeah. produce stuff and whatever. Yeah. Like, how do you go from, you know, there's lots of actors out there, mm-hmm. right, who have not gotten anything. <laughs> right. And none of them are going, yeah, screw it. I'll produce a yeah. bunch of stuff. Like, how did he, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but he's also like, he's just a weird guy if you see him in interviews and stuff. Like, not in a bad way. No. Just in like, he's like a he's odd a character, yeah, he's right? A he's, yeah. he's a little uh, bit of a weird guy. Anyway, and uh, so Amelia Clark is in this. So yeah. it's uh, Daenerys's <laughs> first big thing post Game of Thrones, right? Where she's, I guess, uh, got like a gig. Yeah. That's an actual movie. Um, and anyway, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's kind of hard to describe exactly what it's about, except that her life is falling apart and she works at a Christmas store, right? Like, a, mm-hmm. like a year round Christmas store. It's Christmas, yeah, right. but happens to be Christmas, but this it's Christmas yeah. now, but the, um, the movie is, uh, <laughs> it's it's actually and it's funny because uh it's owned by this asian woman who everyone calls santa right and uh but anyway it's it's like a year-round uh christmas store and last christmas she had like a transplant yeah uh, she had like emergency uh, she, surgery she had like a heart <clears throat> transplant mm-hmm. whatever and uh, her life has fallen apart, and uh, you know, I don't know. She's H- making bad decisions. Yeah. yeah, all it's she a, can it's do. It's a comedy of bad all decisions. she can do is uh, make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as you see in the trailer, you know, she runs into this guy, and right. she kind of keeps running into him. You know, to the point where at one point she's like, "Are you stalking me or something?" Yeah, right. And, and right. Uh, I, I like the one scene where. Um, he goes into like the church, you know, where it's like they feed the homeless or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like, well, no, I'm, this is just where I'm going. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I'm here. You're here. Well, right. I was going here. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah. because it was, uh, it was one of the more natural little scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta, I gotta say this is, uh, this is like Paul Feig like stepped in at the last minute because this was just going to be on the homework channel. Right. And this is just like, uh, there's a little bit more to it and it's, you know, clearly got a different kind of budget. Right. Yeah. But as far as the script and everything, you know, this was like fast tracked for the Hallmark channel sure. and someone stepped in yeah. and said, hold on, we right. have to also have Christmas movies in the theater right. once in a while. We need them. So, and guess what? You, you won. Uh, so this yeah. is, this is the one I'm picking. And uh, and if not for him, <clears throat> you got to think. I mean, this movie was getting made, right? This movie yeah. was like, I don't know, half finished <laughs> or something. <laughs> right. and, then, and someone said, eh, let's just yeah. kick that up a notch right. and put it in theaters. Uh, but I got to say, as much as I like this is this is a movie that is as not made for me. Right. Yeah, as, oh, a, God. as a movie oh, comedian, this is the but spirit I didn't of Christmas. Hate it. I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't that's good. hate this movie. <laughs> and you know what I don't love about it is that uh, you know I've seen this gimmick before. Yeah, in a much better movie. 
<laughs> except uh, not necessarily with certain things. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to spoil the movie, right? Yeah, it's got like its uh, goofy twist or whatever. But like for this movie. I mean, I watched the movie and I was like, all right. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a goofy, like romantic comedy kind of, yeah. uh, you know, bit of fluff thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It wasn't bugging me or anything like there. Like you could make this movie or or movies very similar to it. Right. And have and it most be, of them, most of them yeah. would get like a three. Right. I think. <laughs> just, well, and that's because of the cast. Just that's because they're Golding. not just because most movies that are like this are are not trying. Yeah. Really. Or they're trying too hard or like they mm-hmm. think they're actually really interesting right. or something. Right. right. And uh, and they're trying to like milk the drama and emotion in like a different yeah. you know cheesy way yeah and i don't know this one just kind of happened and it was fine i mean i would like <laughs> tell people to run out and see it like it's you gotta you gotta go see this it's awesome you sound like you're in a room full of many different religious people and you're trying to find a way to say happy holidays like you're threat- <laughs> you're like it was right. fine you no. know it's it, not offensive. It's not it's, gratuitous. Uh, it's just you know, it's a safe, it's a safe spot, right? You know, and it doesn't take any chances. It doesn't take any risks, but it doesn't have to because it's not designed to be Tarantino's no, Christmas. Because it's this just is Hallmark. trying to, uh, yeah. it's just trying to be like sort of silly in moments yeah. and have like a little bit of a laugh. Yeah, but I would say like for the most part, this movie is designed to be like a five. And everyone's going to watch it and go, fine, I want to I want to watch a five, right? I yeah. mean, it, you know, it's not reinventing the wheel or whatever. And yet, like, I liked it more than that. I mean, yeah. I, I was I was watching it going... Are you uh, seven? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, right. So I gave this one a seven, and, uh, you know, a lot of that is based on... I, w- I would have liked if we would have gotten um, a bit more of the characters even though it's kind of all this movie does is like you know look at the characters yeah but if it would have just had a a little bit more of uh more realistic conversations especially with like her and the shop owner and not like plot conversations, you know, right. not like where, uh, you know, the shop gets destroyed and now we have to have like, you know, mom has to lay down the law yeah. or something and go, you're messing up your life. And right. Whatever. Right. And those things aren't <laughs> terrible. Yeah. They could yeah. have easily been a lot worse. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was just... There were too many of the conversations that were just purely because this is the next plot thing that has to happen mm-hmm. instead of like just having a conversation. Like she's got a lot of problems and she could actually we could have we could have gone somewhere with right. that, you know. Right. And it could have been like a little <laughs> deeper, but I mean it's just trying to be fluff. But I'm trying to think, you know, back to how we rate things and stuff and I'm like, what is this movie trying to do? And does it do it? And how good is it at doing it? Yeah. And like, I don't know. It kind of did. It didn't do it well enough to be like a romantic comedy that I'm going to want to watch again and was like really, you know, yeah. something interesting. Right. Um, well, yeah. It's not It's not the next love actually that people are going to watch right. for years and years and years or right. whatever. But I don't know, man. Like, I just felt it could be like a whole expectation, like expectation thing. Like, I'm thinking... 
for as much as I could have hated this movie. Right. <laughs> right. And how many things can it do and to I make me do it? Yeah. Right. right. And, and it, I don't know. It well, just, the, it was just, uh, you know, for just being simple, goofy fun. And yeah. then it got to the end. Right. And yeah. I almost took like a star off, but I was like, ah, whatever. You were, you were like, in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> I'm it like, got oh, you. Fine. It got you. Whatever. You were sitting there with your hot chocolate and your bows and, you know, ribbon. And you're like, that's okay. right. Yeah. It, it survives over, God, I had to look that up because I couldn't remember. It was an hour and 43 minutes. It survives over that time based on how how much chemistry, which is important, between Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. And that guy is just oozing like good chemistry. Right, right. He's so, I haven't seen him in anything except for Crazy Young Age, Crazy Rich Asians. You're right. And that's all I ever had to see him in. Like he's so good and so. Effortless, effortlessly charming. I mean, I mean, that's almost like the only word I, I feel like he should just have. He's talented and he's fun and he's safe. And when he shows up in all these different situations and it surprises her because she's noticing him, it doesn't have that creepy thing. Like their joke about stalking me is, is a joke. Right, like she's right. never concerned about it, even though throughout all of her life choices lately, it would certainly fit the bill. She's really losing. We start the film off. She didn't have a place to stay. She's right. shacking up with uh, friends. Um, those friends have girlfriends. And she's There's horrible complications, them, And she's bad, right? She's, she's <laughs> I mean, part of the f- most fun I had with the film were these small montages of her establishing just where she is in her life early with her friends and her friend's husband and just like destroying his stuff by accident, you know that right, stuff was right. most of the fun. Um, it gets and she and she's weirdly good. She dude. is weirdly good at, at this. And it's it was it was interesting to watch her because, like, I have no other experience with her other than being on Game of Thrones. That's more than me. And she, and in Game of Thrones, where you know, obviously she's, she's very totally different. She's very famous, and yeah. she's you know uh, everybody knows who she is. I don't feel like her character, and I'll get a lot of email, right? I don't mm-hmm. feel like she ever had to do anything that difficult in Game of Thrones. Oh, in Game of Thrones, like, yeah. You don't have to be a great actress. Just be in that, to, yeah, right. To play that role. Yeah. So it was interesting just watching her and going, I don't know, can she do it? Now it's like goofy comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, like, that's a and, leap. You know, for stuff like this, I've liked films more that had more preposterous like stuff where I'm like, if anybody really in my life did that, I wouldn't like throw them out of the house. I'd throw them out of my life. Like I would never see them again. You know, that kind of thing. She's got, you know, tenuous relationships with all of her family for different reasons. All of that said, yeah, it's supposed to be, I I can't even remember. I, I want to, the number that I bring to mind must feel like an exaggeration, but I feel like it's pretty close I think like around Halloween or something, I saw something online that said Hallmark and the Christmas channels, they've ordered like 108 new right, holiday right. films. You know, yeah. it was something really substantial, like 83 or 100 and something. And this is one of them, you know, and it's designed to just be on TV for people that want to watch Christmas movies and maybe want to watch something new, even though all the stories are basically the same. I didn't loathe it, but I'm at three and a half. I really did not wow. like how pandering and transparent and and i expect christmas films to be this maybe it would have been a little easier for me if the precept of the film wasn't so interesting and then like faulted like the whole thing is 
George Michael's song, Last Christmas. Right, right. And for some strange reason, this got okayed before he died into an ability to make a story out of it. Well, and, and Emma well, Thompson not only picks that, this up. Not only that, but it's like every song. Well, this is what I'm driving like tons at. Like and tons of his this songs is no, this it. is no longer just a fun movie based on an idea that a song. Like there, there've been movies like that before. This basically says, okay, we love George Michael so much. This is where the stalker stuff comes in. We're gonna take all of his songs and apply them somewhere in this film as if to say, we love you and we miss you, George. And that's okay. I'm a George Michael fan, but every single time something came up, I was like groaning. It didn't hit with me. In fact, it itched me. It rubbed me the wrong way. By the time the twist comes, it's the most transparent twist I've ever seen. It, it was a frustrating thing to watch because there are moments of fun that are peppered in there. But then there are all these weird moments where I'm bothered by when your story doesn't need to be serviced by the mysterious person with the weird pseudonym who acts bizarrely in the stacks of the store. <laughs> you don't need that in this movie. So why is she called Santa? I don't care. Why does she call this this man that keeps appearing boy? And like it always seems so weirdly creepy to me. I kept thinking that Tarantino's gimp was going to come out of some footlocker somewhere and like be an elf all of a sudden. It was bizarre and I didn't enjoy it. Wow. And I didn't enjoy it to the point where I thought, okay, if the ending does something well, which I think I know exactly what it's going to do, but you can't be that dumb. I will at least come <laughs> up to like five. And it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. And it did it in such a weirdly like, aha. You can't say anything oh, because it's Christmas and he's dead and I was done. So yeah, I feel like if we're Waldorf and Statler on the balcony, <laughs> you had the good eggnog and I got the sour milk. I didn't like this uh, at all. I wouldn't, if, if you want to watch a British Christmas feel good film and you're sick of love, actually watch love actually again. There's characters there who talk like real people. There's an interesting denouement. There's all these things that happen. Like it's a classic for a reason. This was made to just be from the 12 to 2 time slot and then be forgotten. Ugh. And that's exactly where it is. Man, I'll tell you, uh, I, I don't know. I think that's the last Christmas we, I watched that we, film. We've got. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We've got uh, different listeners who I guess are going to uh, go <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. But, but I wouldn't ever watch Love Actually again. I, I would I, watch I, I it think, again. I think Love Actually is ca is calling you stupid a lot more than this movie. <laughs> I is. don't. Uh, well, no. I think this movie is absolutely screaming you're stupid. But I think that you've also got the benefit. I mean, Love Actually was what 2001. I mean, it's been out yeah. for almost 20 years. You've seen it, even if you've only seen it, and you specifically, because you don't watch films more than once normally. But if you got snookered into it by your family oh, somehow, I've seen Love if you've seen it four times. or five times, you've already had the benefit of seeing it too much. You know, 20 years, that's like complaining about something looking bad in Jaws. I'm like, there's 40 years ago. They didn't have the technology for great looking stuff now. Like, you get what you get. You've seen Love Actually a lot and you liked it yeah, until I, the last I, maybe I, one I, or two. I'm not, I'm not opposed to the special effects of Love Actually. Oh, it's just, right. it's Love just Actually, a movie that thinks you're stupid. Love, oh, it's, God. Uh, it's not any different than... I'm not uh, a big Love Actually apologist, it's, so I don't It's care. not any different than any of those Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, all those movies that are all stupid and nobody watches anymore. Yeah. It's just that this one's Christmas and everyone goes, yay, Christmas. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I could forget it and never see it again. Anyway, uh, okay, so 
don't go see that. I, guess. I think we did really good not to spoil it too. Like either of us, even though yeah. I didn't like yeah. it, I'm not going to spoil it because I think if you don't see it coming, then you're going to love this film. If you do see it coming, you should probably hate this movie. I so I feel like the opposite of that is true. This will be this will be like a, another weird twist where well, people, okay. where people will email us in, right? Sure. Hopefully, I feel like if this movie actually surprises you with the ending, you're going to go, "Oh." That's stupid. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. But if you see it coming, right. then you go, I mean, fine. I I see where we're going with that. And it'll be um, okay. But I think if this movie actually surprised you with that Maybe. Ending, Maybe. You would go, oh, well, that sucks. If that movie surprises you, I suspect you haven't seen many movies, which is fine. Or you were busy baking something or wrapping something yeah. or your attention was elsewhere. Because if you, if you disengage... For the right 15 minutes. I mean, really, like when right, they start right, walking around right. together, you might actually be like, well, what? Well, right. how'd that happen? This is also not to say very quickly before we move on that I think many Christmas movies have any surprise to them. <laughs> right, I know what right. Scrooge is going to do. I know how the Polar Express. Except you know, for I know these things. Knives Out. Except for is, Knives uh, Out, which is everybody's a bit of a, new favorite bit of a twist. Movie, right? So anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, Star Wars. So, so last Christmas, um, man. oh god. <laughs> so now we've got to uh, get to Star Wars. So it's the end of the Star Wars saga, yeah. And uh, I'm not gonna, I guess, talk about what happens in it because there's no point, right? Uh, we we all know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, well, everybody you know, knows. Sure. Everybody knows what's coming. And uh, god, I wrote the wrong the Star Wars. Hundred people have spoiled it for you already anyway i'm sure yeah, those jerks um and everyone's seen it already so yeah that's we doubly that's true we doubly can't spoil it for you oh, although the last one. box office i saw um yeah what did, did you not see? nearly as many people have seen this as saw seven okay uh when seven came out and and that could all have changed by now. Um, I I don't know because it yeah. was it was a while ago. But at least Actually, at look. least during like the opening, yeah, uh, I'm, of I'm it, curious. seven did way better. Yeah, um, from the numbers I saw. Like I said, I could be wrong. Who knows? Um. So anyway, it's oh, yeah. uh, you right. know, Emperor Palpatine is back. And spoiler, uh, <clears throat> well, anything that happens in the first fifteen minutes of the movie is <laughs> well, not that's a spoiler. True. That's true. So I just like saying spoiler. Um, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's in the trailer with his voice. And <laughs> I mean, voices can be fooled. That would have been that would have been cool. You know, what would have made this movie cool. <laughs> what is if uh, you know at the opening of the movie, you know, like somebody's just listening to a recording of his voice or right, something. And right. It has nothing to do with anything. He's yeah. not back. It's, yeah. it's just, turns out Yoda can throw his voice, right. you know, it's just, uh, right. we're watching some old footage or something. And, <laughs> right. And we see, we hear we the emperor watching, of him he's watching a copy of last Christmas and That's he's, right. you know, cackling. Uh, anyway, um, so now it's uh, it's time for, uh, oh, yeah. I guess, putting the nail in the coffin of the bad guys one way or another. And uh, Kylo Ren and Ray have their whatever it is they have. I don't know. They have their love-hate <laughs> relationship thing. or yeah, <laughs> whatever. Thing together. Right? <clears throat> um, and uh, so we're finishing things off. So uh, before we even like really go into anything that happens in the movie. I'm just going to give my rating. So, uh, and, and very specifically when we, when we left the theater, right. Yeah. Uh, as I'm walking out of this movie, I was pretty solidly like six. 
And now I've had to think about it more. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> and I'm I'm pretty solidly five, right? Oh, I was off. <clears throat> and uh, if you give me a couple years, right? Yeah. I probably won't remember the movie enough to rate it anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got, I had some fun in certain parts Yeah, and certain parts, but the things that I liked about the movie, and I think I said this at the movie, right? Uh, the, the it's perfect Oscar Wilde quote of this movie. The things in this movie that are original are not good. And the things that yeah. are good are not original. Right. The things in this movie that are good are things that I'm like, well, that's good. But that's a scene from Empire, right. <laughs> and uh, right. and hey, that part is pretty cool. Yeah, but that's from Return of the Jedi or whatever it is. Like, it's just like in Seven, which I liked Seven pretty well, right? I I didn't love it, but I liked it. I liked it a lot, except that it was just Star Wars and Empire smushed together, mixed up a little, and changed some characters. I mean, it's just yeah. <laughs> like the plot of it was already done and I'd already seen it. And this one is the same thing. It's just nabbing little bits from other things, throwing an Ewok on the screen so I can see that and go, yeah, I get to see the Ewoks again and a bunch of crap like that. And then other than that, this is a, the whole movie for me is is like it's funny because this reminds me of uh, the onion uh, just just the other day, the, so the Witcher show came out, right? Yeah. And the Onion did an article that said, like, uh, you know, wh- whoever is making the Witcher announces uh, all four hundred side quests will be included. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's the, actually really funny, or whatever. Yeah. And and that's what like this movie reminds me of someone who has not made enough movies and played too many video games, right? Like this whole movie yeah. is like two side quests that don't actually amount to anything Mm -hmm. that, you know, they're just like MacGuffins. We get there in the end anyway, just by magic. Like we went on, which is the same thing that happened in eight, right? We had to go on these stupid fetch quests for no reason that didn't amount to anything anyway, which just had us go back to where we were and go fine. Now it can end. I found the crystal. And this movie is the same thing. We go Mm -hmm. on these Goofy quest because somebody has uh, some computer generated footage of giant waves that they spent a hundred thousand dollars on that have to be in the movie now. Yeah, yeah. and we can <laughs> watch the little boat go along the <laughs> go along the waves, but it's just the plot is yeah. the plot is all of the extra stuff that happens in a video game plot, and it mm-hmm. doesn't really get you anywhere until all of a sudden Kylo Ren throws his lightsaber away so that he can run to try to fight the emperor. Like, right. uh, it pick one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> right. But not. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And, uh, and then by the time you get to the end, the, th- the thing that I, th- I, that really like brought me down even further but like I said, it you know it sounds like I'm going to give it like a one or a zero or something. But there still was like there was fun stuff still. But the thing that brought it down even more is that uh, the movie just doesn't earn any payoff of like what happens at the end. Right. By the time you get to the stuff that happens at the end, you know we're in some weird building 
that doesn't make any sense because we stole that from some dark video horror video game where you go into a building that it makes no sense to be there, but it's dark and scary and it's a video game. So it's fine. Right. 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 And, uh, you get to this whole end stuff that's supposed to happen. And it's supposed to be like at the end of three movies, we've got this whole thing and it didn't earn any payoff to any of that stuff happening. And by the time it happens, you're like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Kylo, (laughs) Kylo Ren basically gets saved. It's like supposed to be like Darth Vader getting saved. Right. Right. If Darth Vader like turns back from the dark side, Kylo Ren, turns back from the dark side because he imagines his dad and his dad goes, dude. Right. And Kylo Ren goes, oh. That. Oh, I thought you meant the other thing. Not be a bad guy. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. And then it's just, there's there's like, it doesn't yeah. actually build anything. It just has everybody running around on side quests. And, yeah. then, and then it gets to the end and goes, but now you've been watching this for a certain amount of time. And so, boom, I can... <laughs> there's, a, there's a weird sunken cost fallacy that goes to work here where you're like, you've put in right. this many hours, you got to stick around and just see the end instead of like, no, I think I've actually, I think I've put enough in. I think I know what you're doing. <laughs> right. So, well, I, I have a strange compliment for George Lucas, which, you know, I normally like to take a shot at instead of, you know, extend a compliment. His prequels at least had though you may argue with it, they had a story arc. He, they he did. had, he had something they, he was trying they to tell. Had, they had way more of a overall story. Yeah. He, he knew where things I were going to start. Hated them and, and not just because <laughs> we're going to begin with a kid and we'll end with an adult and we'll reveal the right. wah ha right. you know, but he, he had a fundamental idea here. I think part of the problem with the sequels is that, you know, they made a mistake in handing it off anyway. I've said, okay, so, so the three films are done. I thought that the first movie is basically if you're if you're playing a dumb game like I like to play and you can only use one word to describe them. The first is a remake, the second is a mistake, and the third is an apology. But if you've ever been on the receiving end of an apology from someone who really isn't into apologizing, you you go through the motion of like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, man." Okay. All right, so let's get some pizza now, right? Like that it it's it's said, but it's not really meant. Um I will say that in terms of what had to happen with my history of loathing J.J. Abrams, and that loathing comes from a place of knowing that he's very talented and he does things when he's doing things right. He does them amazingly. Like I love watching stuff when he's doing things effectively. But when he reaches past, whatever the metaphor is, he's out of his lane, he's overreaching, he's out beyond his skis, whatever it is, when he's in that moment... He's bumbling, he's clumsy, and he's ineffective. I, I'm i very generous in giving this a three. And wow, I suspect I'm going to get even worse cool. on it later. <laughs> the, I, I have respect for what he had to do. The degree of difficulty that I think in this film was high. I just don't think he should have been asked to perform it. He's not only ending the trilogy. He's ending the trilogy of trilogies. Like he's wrapping it all right. up. I understand the experiment of giving it to Ryan Johnson, and it's weird. Before seeing The Last Jedi, I might have sat here with you and been like, they should have given it to someone who did, like, Looper. That would have been freaking great. <laughs> right. So after seeing The Last Jedi, I pined for J.J. Abrams because I thought, you know, The Force Awakens wasn't bad. It wasn't anything exciting because it was just a remake. 
but at least it was not just comfortable, but there there were sparks of the directions they could go in, and there were things that they could pick up and, and explore. It, it did interesting character things. And it did like, things. Ray was cool. She like, had in the like first this... one, I didn't love the movie, and I'm like, ugh, God, I mean, She's so many of yeah. these scenes I've seen before, mm-hmm. but I like her. They and they and they couldn't even keep they couldn't doing maintain that. it because you put too many people in who's like yeah but she's got to do this now or he's right. got to do this or they don't have this dynamic. I agree. In the beginning, her steely resolve, her her you know novelty was she was new but so raw to the force and already by the time she escapes um, from Kylo and she's learning the force, he says the line. He's like she's getting stronger every time she uses her powers. And I thought, okay, well, by the start of the second film, she's the emperor because she's just using them everywhere now. I didn't realize what they were going to do was so bastardize what seemingly worked so well. It's almost like, it's almost like they've, it, to me, it felt like this film was written and filmed by committee. And that committee was whatever incel chat room that the yeah. Star Wars loudest wheel was greasy about, you know, squeaking about. There's so many things that Abrams does wrong in his attempt to placate everyone instead of doing, though I disagree entirely with what Ryan Johnson did, I respect, he took a shot. He was like, I'm going this way. Right. And then when we started to watch the film, I feel more about what I guessed would happen. For me, is is mostly what I got, which is I thought I got a feeling that J.J. Abrams and committee will have a lot to do in this movie because they're going to have to try to make two movies into one because they're going to they're going to ignore the last film. And they basically did. They kind of did. They yeah. rewound all kinds of things. They took characters. They took Finn's relationship with this woman, you know, who just was like somebody who might have been an extra in any other film. And they gave her something substantial and she was the moral anchor for him and his choices when he wanted to run. You know, she has all of these great moments. And then in the third film, she's just an extra in the scenes. Right. By the time you get to the third film, you shouldn't be introducing new characters. J.J. brings in two other women characters that she could have easily had been doing. You know, it's just on and on from one bad foolish mistake to one disingenuous planetary mission to pick up some crystal or some, you know, blaster piece or something that will tell us where the secret planet is. Didn't we just do that in the first one where Luke was on some secret planet and we had to go find a map? Right. Guess what we're doing in this one? And you know, you know what I I really hated about that, right? Is, uh, there's so much to hate. I I hate when you go, uh, if, especially if you're doing a movie like this, right? You go from, uh, the first movie and like basically the reaction to everything that happened. Mm -hmm. And then you paid no attention to, anything else uh and then you make the third movie like when the first movie happened Mm -hmm. right people were going secret planet yeah right what the hell are you talking about there's no secret planet right there's no uh, no one knows where this planet is or no one's seen it before unless you're going to tell me that you're going in your ship and you're going to be there for like a month and a half (laughs) right yeah flying this thing right and it doesn't matter if you know where it is because you can't get there (laughs) It you know yeah. all of the new star destroyers right yeah well our grandchildren might be scared of when they finally right. get here right there's no secret planet now you go to the third movie and you go aha <laughs> another secret planet. 
<laughs> right. Right. And there's another device. Like there's another. There's a whole another secret device Sith that gives planet. us the secret map. There's a whole you know? secret Sith planet, right? Yeah. That's been there forever. We've got like what two thousand star destroyers or something. Yeah. All of them have like thousands and thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. on each one. Plus the goofy planet with the Death Eaters that yeah, right. yeah. follow the Emperor or whatever the hell's <laughs> right. going on there, right? Yeah. No one has revealed no. to anyone not a spy, where this not a, planet oops, is. I dropped my map. Right. You know, no, nothing, no, no one followed no. me. Right. And yeah. there's only two of these things mm-hmm. that can tell anyone how to get there. Right. right. Uh, only two. They only made two of these ever. <laughs> right. It's like when you buy a but car, there's you like, get two fobs, but there's and that's like, it. <laughs> that's you lose right. your fob. You're like, I can't drive anymore. <laughs> right. You just, like, that sucks. You just junk the car <laughs> at that point. Oh man, that's it. That is what it's like. And there's like billions oh, of people on these yeah, uh, it's not star unpopular. destroyers, right. Right? right? But how'd they get there, right? And they go through this whole thing like, I don't know, man, secret pl- secret planet. Mm-hmm. And not only is it a secret planet, it's so freaking annoying when uh, you get these, you know, it's almost like you're just making these movies for like little kids mm-hmm. or you're used to writing for little kids or whatever it is. <laughs> right, right. Right. And then somehow it gets translated. Right. Yeah. Like we're going to this uh, secret planet. Right. And we have to fly through this like weird oh, shit. Yeah, right? right. Dude, it's a galaxy. <laughs> right. And the planet is really far away. There's not like a certain hall you have to walk down to get to that side of the building. Why do you have to fly through there? You can't have to fly through there. Right. And then we see all these ships. Now they're all going through there. Now all the ships are coming. Well, this is is a rough ride, (laughs) but hold tight, everybody. What? Did the end, uh, not to spoil the end, but like you said, everybody. Everybody's seen this already. Was I? I can't have been the only one when Poe has this look of worried resignation. He's like, "Okay, we're all gonna die. This sucks. We we're not gonna make this." Right, right. And then all of a sudden, you know, all these like friendly <laughs> spaceships start popping in from hyperspace, and he realizes, "Wow, everybody is here. Right. Everybody in the galaxy that isn't on a star destroyer is now here." Right. Did that feel to you just like? I, I could have swore I was going to hear Falcon say, hey, Cap, on your left. And then all of a sudden, like in Avengers, like all these little portholes open and everyone shows up to fight Dar- <laughs> to fight right, Thanos. Right, right. It felt, it would have felt different if Disney didn't own both of them. But when they right, did right. it, I'm like, wait a minute, I just saw right, there this. There could be Marvel Five people. months away. <laughs> right, right. You know. <sighs> and they're all coming out of hyperspace and it's the same and as it's like same, Doctor Strange right, opening it's the, the same portals because they're all popping I'm just in. like looking at it and I'm like, okay, on your left. That's great. Yeah. You know, there are things in there that drive me nuts that J.J. Abrams just can't help. It's almost like if you know someone with Tourette's and you get mad at them when they, you know, they have a statement, you know, you, right. you, you kind of punch them down. There's this moment when things are about to go bad and... Finn, for some strange reason, decides to tell Ray, like, hey, I got something important I got to tell you. And she's like, what? And he goes, never mind. You know, and I'm like, now is the time you're going to tell her that? And now we don't know. That's J.J. Abrams. That's like, oh, polar bears and weird things. Like, you'll want to know what that is. And that'll make the movie better to you because it ignites your imagination. I got a fucking idea. How about using some real imagination and creating characters that are in real danger? Maybe not because of some stormtrooper that can't shoot straight, but because of some conflict that they have with each other. That would be exciting. Right. When when 
the interesting dynamic of, you know, Ray, who's like this real interesting novelty of a character. She's on this desert planet. <laughs> Again, I'm thinking of all the planets that are just like water world and desert land. And she meets up with Finn, who's charming and kind of like interesting to go through. And then they meet up with Poe, who's all rogue. Like there's there's the Luke, Leia, and Han dynamic again, just mishmashed around. Maybe the genre, maybe the gender is different here. Maybe the maybe the concentration of stuff is different. But at least it carried us through the first film. When you split them all up in the second film, you lose all that. Yeah. When you try to bring them together in this third film and make it seem like they've always been that way, like they land and Poe and Ray are sniping at each other right, very right. quickly, and you're like, well, they're the married old couple. <laughs> Clearly, you know it. It felt, it didn't feel familiar. It felt forced. Yeah. No, pun, I mean, no pun intended. It just, it felt forced. Like it feels like there's a lot of stuff like that where they're looking at, uh, you know, people making this movie are looking at Return of the Jedi, right? And going, well, it well, was like that. that. Let's it, do, it was like that in this movie. Let's cop that over. Right. So we'll do that. Yeah. Whether they've earned being there, right, by <laughs> the previous two movies or not, like yeah. you know, the first trilogy is everyone's in like a totally different dynamic. Yeah. They're just trying to recreate it here. Mm-hmm. Whether you got to that point in your relationship or not, yeah. we're just going to make it so, right? <laughs> I heard this thing. I heard this thing with J.J. Abrams a few days ago. He was talking to Peter Travers, and uh, Peter Travers has done movie reviews forever for Rolling Stone. And he said to Peter Travers, because he said, are you prepared for the backlash that you'll inevitably get from some aspect of the internet? And you know, he was being very serious. J.J. Abrams said, you know what? If you come to this film and after you've seen it, you didn't like it, I have all the respect in the world for you. I'm almost quoting verbatim here. I have all the respect in the world for you. If you like this film, I really worry about you. And when you're selling your movie and you're talking about it like that, he also said something that bugged me. I thought it wrote it down because um, he was defining why his, his big push to not explain everything is very important, you know. I was really annoyed with how he phrased that too. But if you just take what he just said there, there's been a little bit of sniping about how him and Ryan Johnson, like he handed the film off to Ryan and Ryan was like, thanks, I don't need that. I'm going this way. And now like even, even the smallest stuff that just is so weirdly inconsequential, like how they handled Ray's parents, who in the first film are the driving force. Again, I keep saying that, but I don't mean it in that way but the driving motivator for her and in the second film all we hear over and over again is you know kill the past forget it your parents were no one that's the that's the thing they were nobodies turns out that's actually not true (laughs) right turns out your grandfather's the emperor that that feels like there was somebody like it feels like their dad was like somebody (laughs) and then you start making me think of like the emperor who had sex with somebody and just all these weird avenues that I don't want to think about in a Star Wars film. But then I started all that by way of saying, even when JJ has to pick up something clumsy, he just fumbles it. Like there's got to be a bunch of different ways to either double down on that or come up with like Kylo Ren was lying all the time. But no one ever just says that. It's just like, you know, you didn't hear that. It didn't happen. Right. You know, it's just so just weird. Just don't worry about that. It's just so weird to concentrate on dazzling you visually, which the film looks great. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to take anything away from that But aspect. it's also like... But it's um, so hollow. Even the parts, and it's weird because, uh, you know, we're not that far off in our ratings, but I think we both 
you're act- go- you're gonna I, get to where I am. I, I know th- you I are. I think we both actually have like the exact same reaction to the movie, right? Yeah, like I think so. I'm at five. <laughs> you're at like three, three, three barely what, three. whatever. I'm at three, but uh, so it's not like they're that far away from each other, right? right? But I feel like we had <laughs> actually the exact same reaction. It's just that the parts that I like, yeah, uh, I'm I'm willing to give the movie more yeah. for those parts. I mean, unless you just didn't like anything. I had, but, no, there were parts the, in there I did like very much. And the, the thing that's horrible, really, about the movie for me, and I think this is, like, a good example. Like, one of the things that suck. there are so many things that suck. But there were a one lot of, of the things, things that sucks is, like I said, uh, when we walked out of the movie, like, the lightsaber fighting is stupid. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, why can't you just... I don't know. Why can't you get that together? When at you this, told at me this that. point in the Star Wars movies, why yeah. can't you think about that a little bit more? Like yeah. what's happening in those fights? But when all those ships come in, yeah. right, and we're finally we're at the thing, and so we know that you know there are people down there with the Emperor. Like the mm-hmm. Emperor's down there. Here's his fleet, Richard, mm-hmm. and all these ships show up, and then get below them so they can't shoot us or whatever. Right. You know. Shoot at the fucking planet. Yeah. Why are you not shooting <laughs> right. at the Someone planet? Someone should have went, hey, wait a minute. What if we do this? So we'll be yeah. up here distracting uh-huh. others. You go in and fight the emperor. But wait a minute. Like now, <laughs> like 10,000 ships showed up. Right. And what about? Yeah. I got an idea. <laughs> Let's mean, just take half of There are us. so yeah. many things in this movie. Yeah. Especially for a movie that there ought to be like 500 people on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Just to walk around and think about shit. Yeah. If I was making Star Wars, I would right? I would hire people like us. Literally, be like <laughs> I would hire yep. like so many people. Just go. I don't know. Just think about this. Right. Right. Like just watch the scene right. and go. Wait a minute. Does this work? Uh, yeah. Are lightsabers right. allowed to be purple? I don't know. Yeah. Is there something in the lore? Who knows? Can right. people walk this direction? Can buildings be this way? Mm-hmm. Should we just shoot the planet? <laughs> Right. If you were in this yeah. ship, right. right? Why wouldn't you think of this? Would you just shoot at that building? I might, or I might take a shot just to see what happens. Right? What's one shot? I don't know. There's, you know, there there are a bunch of different things, and I definitely have an incredible appreciation for how difficult it might have been all along if the idea was to pin the third film primarily on Carrie Fisher, and now you're in a bind. I get that. Yeah, and I respect that they didn't go the route of CGIing her much. The stuff that strangely that stuff's all goofy. Anyway. It is. That it's stuff all goofy. Is all bonkers. All of the part of Carrie Fisher, the fact that uh, Luke trained Leah, mm-hmm. the fact that so then Leah now has the Force. Now Leah's training Ray and everything. Right. Everything about that is there's somebody who just had some weird boner about the fact that Leah should be doing that. And now we have to stick it in our movie. And also the retconning of like how annoying it was when she gets exploded into space and then just survives because she's super grandma now. Like, oh, I know how we'll fix that. We'll show her in in a retrospect of her always being trained. Like that's cheating right like that's bad storytelling doubling down on bad storytelling and it's just it's bonkers it's it's so weird that before we get off this okay so i gave it a three and that's as and a movie what no that's that a, was that's as a movie as a star wars movie it is a one it, yeah. it's it is so barely passable there are things that are good in it there are things in it that i had fun there were things in it that i was watching where i was like okay for the first time in my life I've had such low expectations for a Star Wars film. Maybe I'll be entertained by this. 
And then I see, you know, directed by J.J. Abrams, and I'm like, well, probably not, you know, because I know what he's going to do, and I'll be damned if he did it's, it. it, it it's know? a lot like when, you know, the first prequel came out, yeah. right? You went, the pre movie's coming, oh right. my God, and then right. the movie end, and you're like, what, what the, the hell? hell? Yeah. <laughs> this, this movie for me is a lot like bad... Uh, superhero movies or yeah. bad bad comic book movies like the ones that really just don't work where we have said in the past right this is a movie like by someone who doesn't like the comic books yeah doesn't, doesn't know why it. people yeah. like doesn't know why other people do yeah but got like a job yeah making this movie and so like this is a movie that seem feels like it's made by someone who like watched Empire Strikes Back and goes, I don't get that. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what's good about that yeah. movie? Uh, you know, it's it's so weird. You know, I think we can do Jumanji. Yeah. So real quick, it's so weird to have something like that happen when all the goodwill was there and all the opportunity was there. It's not because Carrie Fisher's passed away. That's unfortunate. I'm pretty sure there's been many a time an attempt to try to get Harrison Ford to put Solo's vest on him again. Right, so you right. do it. Okay, Mark Hamill's an easy get. I mean, he's I love him. He's an easy get. He'll do it again. Right. But you finally get everybody together, and you're like, okay, guys, we got an idea here. We're going to do one more thing. It's going to be great. We're going to baton toss, you know, uh, hand off the baton. We're going to do all these things. We just need you to be around for a little bit. And they get them, and then they squander every single opportunity and, and they had. And this is what they do. And this is what they do to the point where I don't even know who Luke is in this film, except he's like the Luke I should have always had, but not in the last film. He's kind of like glib and having fun as a force ghost. Right. And he was right. all like mopey and emo in the last film like right. throwing his lightsaber around and now he's like look you gotta hang on to this and, you know and, and I'm like know, there's so many bipolar decisions and, and, here you know, like it's like, such a squandered thing that's another thing in this movie um, and then we gotta move on then we'll jump that, yeah. that's another thing in this movie and the last movie right where yeah. you know the things that really kind of <clears throat> rub me the wrong way yeah. are it, like in every next movie like Force ghosts can do more things. Always right? do, yeah. Now all of a sudden in this one, Luke's like, "Why don't you just send yeah, Ghost do, Luke after the Emperor? <laughs> right, like I'll do he that. can do whatever, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> he's a ghost. What yeah. are you gonna do? Kill him? Like, yeah. all, I'm like, how? Why is he doing all this shit? Like, yeah, you have Star Wars, and basically you had like little glimmery images of people who were dead, <laughs> right. and you went. Oh, okay, that's sweet yeah, and cute right. and everything. That's it. Right? I swear, dude. I thought, now all of a sudden it's like they got pizza joints <laughs> that are just like Force Ghost right. people. I know we're jumping, but here uh, I, I swear I thought for one brief second that along with all the shadowy Sith people at the Emperor's house, right? It was just all. Ghosts. I thought we were going to start seeing all the sparkly Jedi show up. Right. I thought we were going to see headless Nick and was going to float by. <laughs> Right, Dumbo comes swinging in. We got Disney. Let's do it anyway. Man, what a what a bummer. What a disappointment. Uh, what a crappy film. You're the worst. Uh, All right. Uh, so Jumanji, Jumanji, the uh, next and, level. And we got to be quick. Okay, so uh, here we go. We're going back to the Jumanji movie. We go back into the game. So basically, uh, the quick rundown of this right is yeah. uh, the nerdiest guy uh, of the, oh yeah of the real people. Right. right. Not that yeah. You know, he has a bad day and he feels bad for himself and he goes, I'm going to go back in the movie and be the rock again. Right. Or in the game. In, in the, the game. game. Yep. So he's like saved the video game. We destroyed it before. Yeah. Whatever. He found it. He fixed it. Yada, yada. Right. And uh, 
so the other people are like, oh, no, now we have to go save him or whatever. But yeah. uh, little do we know that upstairs yeah. is uh, Grandpa Danny DeVito. Right. And, uh, and his, his old business partner. And, and his old business partner. <laughs> um, and they get sucked into the game. Right. Uh, and so and so the one girl does not uh, yeah. go with. Right. And what we get is the main people. And then once again, the first guy who goes in is a different person. Yeah. So right. you don't just all show up together, but the people who all come in now show up together. Right. And now we have to go, you know, do the next level of the next level, find the widget and yeah. rescue everyone and go through the things. Right. And uh, <clears throat> so trying to be quick with this movie. Yeah. This movie was really weird for me, actually, right? Um, in like a positive way for the movie because yeah. I really kind of liked it. It was actually, yeah. Um, I liked it probably more than the last one. I don't remember uh, like what I might have given the last one, but this movie for me was uh, almost exactly the same as Last Christmas, right? It was like <laughs> for for what it's trying to do. Right. I surprisingly it it made me like let it off the hook yeah. in like a lot of ways. And so I ended up at the same place. I gave this one a seven. Yeah. It's just it it was actually kind of fun. And I hated at first um when we first get into the game and we've got Danny DeVito and and it's this whole goofy thing, right? At first they were like hitting that so hard. Yeah. That I was like, oh God, I'm gonna hate this movie. Right. I'm gonna have, what I, yeah. in like a half an hour, I'm gonna shut this off yep. because it's just gonna be, you yeah. know, hitting on Danny DeVito doing everything and stuff. Right. But they gave it like five, ten minutes. They let it breathe. And, and then, then and moved. then they just kind of let it go. Yep. And then it was just we're these people. And yeah. you still knew who they were and they you still got the, you know, whatever. Yeah. They still would comment on the fact that you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, Danny DeVito would have his perspective on things, but we weren't like jamming it down your throat anymore. Right. And there was a lot of it that was like really fun and goofy. And for just, and the thing that was the best for me about this movie was this movie was almost constantly just going, look, dude, it's just a goofy movie. <laughs> right. I mean, it was, right. it was not being serious about anything and it was it was just going look i don't know isn't this fun like this is <laughs> right kind of, like this is kind of fun it seems like and yeah. and i was like okay it did I, feel I like i kind of have to give you that it did <laughs> right. feel like at times it was looking over and winking and being like yeah right right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean come on right yeah. yeah it was uh it was okay with what it was and it was gonna go with that i was surprised I was surprised how much fun it was even even though i'm a little lower than you i still i weirdly enjoyed it i just I just think it should have done a little bit more. It felt like it was playing it too safe at, at times. Right. So I was at I was at five. You know, I was like, I still had I still had a lot of fun. I love the idea that you basically send, you know, your agent gets in touch with everyone. They're like, we're gonna do another one. Okay, it did really well. So obviously we're gonna do another right, one. Right. But you're not gonna play the character you did last time. You're gonna play someone different. And I think that alone is enough for everyone to just be like, Well, yeah, let's do that. Right, right. Because it's such a fun, it's almost like a repertory theater now where it's like you were Bethany last time, now you're the professor. You right, were the right. rock, you're not gonna be the rock. You're gonna be Danny DeVito and you're like, I don't tell me anything else. I'm on. <laughs> right. Like I gotta practice my Danny DeVito now. Right. And watching the rock try to 
talk like Danny DeVito is worth at least a dollar fifty because it's yeah. hilarious. It, it, I don't know that I could take any real heavy and swings at this. It was just fun. I think he's you know? surprisingly good. And he at this. is surprisingly well. Just in terms of like, you know, is he the next person to rule Shakespeare or no. whatever? Like, no. no but yeah. just in terms of like. You know, giving this the old college sure. try or whatever, get, like it. he is on board and that's he goes for it. That's right? the part that I love the most where I'm like, you're probably not going to nail it. But if you do <laughs> a bad right. Christopher Walken impersonation, I'm still going to laugh because you're trying and everybody's got to try. <laughs> right. Everybody does a Christopher Walken impersonation. Just only like 1% of people do it well. Right. And I, I, I was into it. I'm like, actually, I was like you. I'm like, man, if they just keep hammering this because it's The Rock and Danny DeVito, I'm going to get tired of it. But they let it breathe and they moved on and they tried to do other stuff. And right. it was just And they and and you know, I'm watching this movie and you know, The Rock I mean, I, I don't know The Rock or anything, right? Oh, everybody but, knows The Rock. But Come he's on. been in a lot of interviews where he is a different guy than you expect. Yeah. When you get him in like the right interview, you're yeah. like, Whoa, okay. Yeah, right. Like all the stuff that he's done so far. Yeah. And you know that this movie was about three quarters done. And they, they had filmed all this stuff. They had the script finalized and everything. Yeah. And The Rock can do what he wants with this movie because he's yeah, The Rock. He's The Rock. He's yeah. the big name, right? Yeah. And they're making this movie. And The Rock said, what if we switch during the movie? Right. What if, what what if, if we some, that, right. What if sometimes we just swap right out? All of a sudden. Right in the yeah. middle of the movie. Yeah. And everyone went, oh, shit. Now we got like two weeks of writing like <laughs> right, a few we more scenes this. or yeah. whatever. And then they did it. Yeah. And it was hilarious. And it was great. It was so great. It was like, it, that's a risky thing where you lose someone at a five, you know, five out of 10. You're like, well, I'm kind of teetering. Right, right. What can you do? And they do it. And you're like, well, now, now I'm at seven. <laughs> right. Like you, cause that was, that was it gutsy. Was cool it was really fun. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. If they're going to make sequels for that type of film, I don't want to see that kind of sequel for like the departed. Okay. <laughs> but if they're going to do it for this, have fun with it and really find the elasticity and where the fun is and then explore it. Right. Like that's strangely admirable. Like it was a good time. Yeah. So yeah, that was, I mean, that was fun. I'd definitely tell people go see Jumanji over last Christmas <laughs> and rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right. You know, there's, there's so, nothing there. Yeah. Uh, the best movie <laughs> out of our three, is a five for me. Movies right. Is, uh, yeah. Jumanji. So that's cool. No, that was fun. Yeah, I, I agree. That was a good time to go see. So, uh, so, okay. Uh, we got to get out of here next week. Um, hopefully, <laughs> and, and this is going to be like a horrible thing. Next week is going to be a uh, ugly thing or the next show we do yeah. uh, whenever <clears throat> exactly it hits, but we're get, we need to try to get like five or six. Yeah movies going and, and they're some of them are going to be pretty big movies and we're going to yep. have to like knock through things but we're getting to uh awards right and we're getting to uh trying to put together a list so yeah we're gonna have to uh really crank through things um and we could have done a few more this week but you know star wars star wars is kind of yeah star wars is a little dominant but this is where we get to make those uh, juvenile so, jokes yeah. so the next couple of weeks yeah. are are when you're really not going to want to miss because right. we're going to be running through everything that you uh want to see for the end of the year right. and uh we're going to be letting you know what's actually good right. amongst everyone's everyone list. else's and i am going to say that throw this out real quick right because uh, everybody's doing their list right now, and this struck this like struck me, and I have to tell mm. people right. Uh -oh. If you see somebody's best list, <laughs> oh yeah, anywhere on that list, <laughs> give is it the movie Midsummer. There you go. 
just throw that list out. Don't pay any attention. <laughs> and burn to that, that contact. List Don't ever talk right. to that person again because they're a pod person. They are. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna put it on my list. Something. No. Don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. Anyway. All right. Uh, so next week, tons of movies. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, we got to go. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to AreYouScreening.podbean.com or AreYouScreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.